Trinity Sunday is sort of a good news, bad news kind of Sunday. Not terribly bad news, so don't, don't worry. No one's going to hell or anything like that. Instead, it's good news in that we have a certain construct, a certain image for who God is, Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The bad news is that we don't have a lot more than that in terms of being able to look outside of ourselves. What I mean by that is Christians have been writing for 2,000 years about who God is, about particularly the Holy Trinity. But what we truly expect each Christian to do is to discern, to figure out for themselves what that means. That's the bad news. It requires work. We don't get get to simply say, well, as long as you believe this, that's in this box, you're free and clear. Your work is done. Because the whole point of having the Holy Spirit, having that aspect of God, is that each day of our lives, God is an active part of our lives. That the whole idea of this way of seeing God with these different dimensions of God is to make sure that God stays relevant and that we stay attentive. You see, we have these aspects of God. God the Father, many people think of that as sort of the God of the Old Testament, the one who created everything, and that's not too bad. That's not everything. And of course, Jesus Christ, revealed through the Gospels and part of our lives today, and the Holy Spirit, the part of God that is inside each one of us and inspires us each day. That's the quick summary. That's really the main things we need to keep in mind to get through this life. But if we aren't paying attention, if we're not letting God be an active part of our lives, then we're falling short. Again, not a going to hell sort of falling short, but rather a life's not everything it could be falling short. Because one of the great things about, as the gospel says, the Holy Spirit telling us these new things that we weren't ready for before, is that each day of our lives, we are a different human being. It's real obvious when we're young. At least it's obvious to others. It's not obvious to ourselves when we're three years old. But it's obvious to everyone else, oh, you're changing, you're growing, you're learning new words. But that still applies when we're 30 years old, 60 years old, 90 years old, on and on and on that we continue to change, hopefully for the better, but not always. And God wants us to listen to God so that each day has a chance of being changed for the better and a chance to recover from the ways in which we grew that weren't so great. But that's part of the message of Trinity Sunday and probably the most important one day in and day out. God is not distant God is not an old man on a throne off in the clouds, even though the clouds are real close today. Instead, God is part of our everyday existence. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. Even as God is eternal and well beyond our imaginations, God is also very close and wants us to acknowledge and live out that kind of relationship with God. It's not something that is terribly hard to do, but we have so many distractions it's easy to forget to do. 
to spend time listening to the inner voice that's the Holy Spirit, to spend time listening to what God would have us do with a given day, a given situation, a given relationship, whatever it might be, so that we can be more faithful. So we can, in other words, be more loving, so that we can be better people, and therefore the world's a better place. That's basically what Trinity Sunday's about. And as you may notice, that's kind of the theme of just about any sermon I give, because Trinity Sunday is the foundation for the Christian faith. This way in which God is beyond us and yet within us. That God is amazingly ununderstandable and intimately experienceable. All too often, Christians have put God into a box. And as soon as we think we can do that, and of course no one's going to consciously say, I'm going to put God in a box today. But often people will put God into a very small definition. They'll fit conveniently in a box. And when humans do that, we tend to make the box smaller and smaller and smaller. The probably human motivation behind that is that way we think we can better understand God. The more selfish dimension of it is that we get to tell God to mind God's own business a lot more often if the box is really small. But Trinity Sunday reminds us that God cannot be contained by any level of understanding, by a box, by an emotional compartmentalization, however it might be that we try to accomplish the, the smalling of God. Instead, God is well beyond us. And that's great news. Because if we had to tell God what to do, we'd totally screw it up, even though we often try. The good news is that God loves us infinitely, is infinitely smarter, is infinitely more skilled, is infinitely on and on and on of any good quality you want to name. And that infinite, wow, out there God is also right here with each of us. All those resources are available to us. All of that way of being can be part of our day-in and day-out lives. And it's supposed to be kind of mind-blowing. It's supposed to tell us that we don't get it all. We don't understand it all. We can't comprehend it all. And that will keep us humble, but also hopefully will keep us attentive. It's sort of like God only gives us enough instructions for one day. Because if God was to give us the instructions for our entire life, we couldn't comprehend it. We couldn't understand it. And the way that life works with human free will, they would be out of date within moments. Because God relies on all the interactions of all the people in order for God's love to be expressed. And if someone drops the ball, the whole arrangement has to be rearranged. That God doesn't have a single plan that each person is supposed to follow. Instead, God is active and vibrant and constantly adjusting so that the ways in which humans screw up can be taken into account and addressed, usually by other humans, if we're paying attention. So you or I, we may go to bed thinking we know exactly what the next day holds. We know what's on our calendar. We know what's on the school schedule. We know what the family's doing, whatever it might be and wake up the next morning to see the world is turned upside down. It may be as simple as a child being sick, or 
a meeting being canceled. Yay! But it may be something terrible or maybe something joyously unexpected, and we have to be ready to adjust. That's everyday life. But that's also our spiritual lives. Too often, we don't do that with our spiritual lives. We don't realize how much life changes day in and day out that affects how we relate with God and the rest of the world. The new ways that God can give us to express love because something shifted overnight. The new ways that God can give us to minister because something changed yesterday that we have no idea has changed. And so when we think of the Holy Trinity, when we think of Trinity Sunday, it's the day where we kind of step back and remember how grand and wonderful and beyond us God is and how close to us God is, how intimate God is. And while we can't do it simultaneously, hopefully we can spend time in our lives pondering each and figuring how each can be part of our concept of how the universe works. It will be a shifting image. Different artworks will be important to us. Different songs will be meaningful. Different theologians will be more relevant. However it is, we address God, understand God, seek deeper relationship with God. Those will shift through our days because God is infinite, yet God is intimate. Those two dimensions of God that we celebrate today that hopefully will guide each day of our life and which gives us new opportunities each day to love others, to love God, to love ourselves, and to make the whole wide world a much better place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.